to yet another episode of Sugar Honey Bubble Tea, a podcast aimed to amplify Asian woman voices while we navigate sex, love, and all the fuss. And I'm your sugar mommy, Anjan. Get in, losers. We're going to the algorithm. Hello, I'm your other sugar honey mommy, Toby. And let's get this bread. It's so 2019, babe. It's 2020. Let's get on this algorithm. <laughs> it's all about getting on the algorithm nowadays. Yeah, you gotta be on the algorithm. Yeah, because um, why we say this is because the other day, Toby and I... Uh, went to Edible Planet <laughs> and then we watched for some reason we decided to watch the most uh, uh, what do you call disturbing it's, yeah. documentary yeah it saying. is uh, it's a social dilemma on Netflix that talks about uh, why don't you give us a little summary about what, what it's, it's about it's about social media and its impact in the way that um is a global sense and how it plays into capitalism in mm-hmm. 2020, like modern day capitalism. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And uh, we both, I think at one point I just left, my physical body <laughs> was there, but my, my mental state just left and I went and lie on the floor. Yeah. Like halfway through yeah. the documentary. It was, it's just, I did not expect that. Like I thought it was yeah. going to be like, oh yeah, social media is bad for you. That's Which it. we all know, yeah. right? To a certain extent. Yeah. And we all know that um, I think one of our friends was like, well, it's nothing that we don't already know. Yes, mm-hmm. I agree. But also it's like, not to this extent. I definitely didn't see that playing into like that extent of um, yeah. impact. Like depression, sure. yeah. uh, teen suicide, suicide rate. Yeah. We're talking like... Um, we're talking like corporations controlling mm-hmm. everything. And yeah. so when we think about like, you know, back in the days when we think about surveillance nation, mm-hmm. we just think that all, all these like cameras on the street or, or your phone cameras, but we didn't think about, like we think about government trying to get mm-hmm. our information for yeah. their benefit, but that, but it's not, it's the corporations and yeah, yeah capitalism trying to get our yeah. information to play into our psychology yeah. and make us purchase random shit we don't need. Yeah, like surveillance capitalists like, you, like Google or Microsoft, like they basically have the entire market. Yeah. It's like yeah. a one man show <laughs> and they take, like I think they take things that we think are private. Yes. And then they make it into like raw data for everyone to access. Yeah, exactly. And when, you know, back in the days, I was like, back in the days, I sound 73. <laughs> but you know, before, before I watched uh, Social Dilemma, I was like, well, yeah, they have our data, like whatever. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I yeah, don't really send nudes. Sure. <laughs> like, do anyone want my nudes? I don't know. I mean, shout out. I'll, <laughs> I'll send you a four by four six. By six. <laughs> I'm framed. I'm framed. Film. <laughs> Thirty-five millimeter film. Okay, now now you really get into the details. <laughs> now you now we have to. Is this your OnlyFans? <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you hey, if you want one, <laughs> you know what? Two bubble teas plus a four by six nude. Mm-hmm. Print out like poster or something. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, going back to the topic, right? Um, how did how did you feel when you when you like when you're watching it and after you're watching it well when i was watching it if i was like wow this documentary is about me 
I am I am manipulated. I am also an attention manipulator, and like I can see like and how social media is like so heavily right now planted into all of our lives. And while I was watching the thing. I was looking on Instagram, like you I was swiping. Yeah, I was doing whatever they said that we're doing, and then also like to um, repeat like whatever what we just said. I didn't see the impact being like this big. Yeah, like, I always think, oh, it's just like a marketing strategy. It's just mm, for business mm-hmm. to make money. But when they put it in that sense, it is quite scary. Yeah, because yeah. after I watched it emotionally, I just felt full body chills. Yeah, it, yeah, in the sense where and. Uh, for the people that know us or like listen to uh, our first intro, like we know I'm a millennial and Toby is in Gen Z mm-hmm. and she and there's one part they talk about how Gen Z is the first generation that grew up with social media yeah. um, completely yeah. like their entire life. Like, yeah. do you feel that way? Yeah, I started using Facebook when I was in grade seven and um, prior to that I had something else. But um, yeah. yeah, I felt like I this is just so natural to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like this machine in your hand now feels like part of you. Yes. Basically, we're like part robots, part human. Yeah, because if you mm-hmm. think about it without our phones, like it's not the way that um, it's in the film. Like it's not just about you using the search engine or Facebook or not. It's about your smartphones, how like everything in your smartphone is basically monitoring your yes. data, your micro expression, your location, like everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You can't commit crimes anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like if you use Apple Pay. Like Oh damn, it's I like, use Apple oh, Pay. This bitch spends like what like oh she spends all her money on like overpriced coffee. And yeah. now they're gonna start targeting me. Or they will use yeah. that data and like I don't know. Yeah. They they didn't get to me on that because I got an espresso machine. <laughs> Jokes on you, Google. Jokes on you, algorithm. <laughs> but then also the algorithm got me to buy that. Because, yeah. you know, mm. I subscribed. Everyone in this world subscribed to capitalism. Yeah. Like, if you're in the... Especially if you're in... I, I really, it's worldwide. Yeah, I think the, the thing that they talked about in the documentary, um, modern day capitalism, like surveillance capitalism. Yeah. I was like, whoa, what is that new? <laughs> it's just like, it's so intriguing. Yeah, yeah. And I think when we talk about social dilemma, um, it's undeniable, undeniably that we have to recognize the, the harm of capitalism in our society. Because mm-hmm. when, you know, at one point I'm like watching the documentary and I'm thinking, who is it to blame? Right. And, and Mark Zuckerberg in an interview was like, well, he he has no soul, by the way. <laughs> like his eyes are just like blank. <laughs> his eyes are he's just like. He's actually like Elon Musk's robot. Like, he's I think not, he, yeah, he's not Elon real. Musk created him like a yeah. couple years ago, and then just slotted him mm-hmm. into the world, and yes. nobody found out. Nobody. Yeah, and so uh, what what was he saying? He said someone asked him like, uh, mm-hmm. when do, do you feel like the twenty sixteen election was kind of rigged by or influenced mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. Uh, social media, especially Facebook? which is very very much true and um and he said he basically couldn't really respond to that mm-hmm. question mm-hmm. he just like like stuttered and was like well there's a lot at play here mm-hmm. which i agree mm. i think there's no one individual person that we can blame or a corporation we can blame because they're all at play it, it's almost like collectively um 
the Silicon Valley, all yeah. the all the engineers, any engineer, attention engineer, UI, UX, all the designers yeah. are just they all see this, and that's what it is in the film. Like mm-hmm. they all see this, and they kind of just like, meh. Yeah, I I don't think they like expected it to be yeah to go to turn into something that's just completely out of hand. Yeah, yeah. and the intention of all this technology, all this uh, data um, that they are collecting, mm-hmm. it, the intention was good in the mm-hmm. first place. Mm-hmm. The intention was to better human uh, conditions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it kind of, but but where it went wrong is really capitalism. Right. <laughs> it's really corporations Root coming in. Root of all in. evil. Root of all evil is really uh, corporations coming in and saying, how can we use this uh, technology and this mm-hmm. method to gain what we need out of this? Co- how do we? And all corporations, they only have one thing in mind, and that's profit. Yeah. It's all profit driven. Yeah. So how do we use this to gain profit? And then politicians see the effect of that, and they want a piece of cake, and they go, "How do we use this?" Mm-hmm. And that's exactly the 2016 election mm-hmm. of Donald Trump. How do we? How do I use this to sway the votes into my benefit? Mm-hmm. And that's freaking scary to me. They make their own reality, and and then we believe that. Yeah. And then I almost feel like did they release Social Dilemma uh, just you know like a couple months shy of the election mm. as a tactic? Like is the I don't know, but is is it like mm. a, the Democratic Party using this as a, as like a a campaign? What do you think? Like you know what I mean? Like a, a not marketing thing? No. Yeah. Not like, no. Am I getting into the conspiracy? <laughs> like how what do I how can I even trust I question everything now yeah I literally question everything and um and the more I look into the you know social dilemma I realize there's really like I was saying there's really no one person to blame or one corporation mm-hmm. blame yeah it's an entire system but also like at the same time if you think about it capitalism is like I guess it's created but you can't really blame it either like they just really like brings out the worst in human nature yeah like it's like because i feel like as human like you constantly want to have more or like you don't like there's no there's no end to it you Mm -hmm. never have enough we constantly strive for more for better yes so i think capitalism like really catches onto that and play into that mindset so it turns you against yourself so you're basically you gotta blame yourself. <laughs> so you're, yeah, because watching the documentary, yeah. I'm also like, do we blame ourselves, or yeah. do we blame? Yeah, because if the if the phone is there, if you don't touch it, then you won't be affected by the algorithm. Let, yes. Let's say if you don't touch it, you yeah. don't speak to it, nothing. If you don't have this phone in your life, mm-hmm. you most likely will not be as affected mm-hmm. to this algorithm. Mm-hmm. But all the people around you are affected by the algorithm, so now. It's like no escaping, you yeah, know what I mean? Unless your whole community is smartphone free. Yes, so, yes, like all the people that you. So, yeah. should we just. Amish? <laughs> Some days I wake up, I'm like, hmm, Amish? <laughs> how do we be Amish and cute? <laughs> how, do we, how do we adopt that? Right? Into our lifestyle. Because it's so funny, uh, we had this conversation right after we watched a documentary, and we're like, 
we, we have this big scrunchy conspiracy. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like when one thing, when one item or one product suddenly like blows up. Yes, so the big scrunchy is the item that we're talking about. Yeah. Take it away. You're a patient zero in this. Okay, so when I see something, like for example, if Ash doesn't use social media, she has no idea what is trendy and what's not. Mm -hmm. And I am like a heavy social media user. So I see this big scrunchy and I'm like, oh, I gotta buy this big scrunchy. Which she has been purchasing out of capitalism because she subscribes. I subscribe. Local though, local. Local. So I once I start using this big scrunchie, she I'll tell her, hey, look at this big scrunchie that I bought, <laughs> and she was like, oh, it's really cute. True now story, though. True, True story. Guys. Like a lot of our friends now have big scrunchies yeah. because of me. And <laughs> but go on, go on. Yeah, and then so she doesn't even have to be part of the algorithm or social media to get affected by the algorithm. Yes, that's how fucked the system is. You don't even need to be a part of it but you are already part of it you are the algorithm (laughs) i am the algorithm you are patient zero yeah like we are all algorithm in each other's life pretty much yes um yeah and now i have big scrunchies yeah (laughs) it's like someone somewhere is like like benefiting from benefiting from this and it's Yeah. yeah And it's probably, like I said, this podcast, we're not making money from this podcast at all. Mm -hmm. This is driven from pure passion. Yeah. Um, But the only person financially benefiting from this podcast is Jeff Benzo. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, yeah. Because all our equipment is from Amazon and I can't, like, how do you get out of this? I can't, I mean, is there someone locally that makes microphones? I don't know. Yeah, because it's like, if you buy it from another corporation, it's also like, it's just like playing with like what is the least bad like what is yes. the less less of all the evil yes yeah. and it's so hard to when you know when globalization is at play mm-hmm. it's so hard for you to seek anything else because there's just not enough of these um items that you want or mm-hmm. these skills or people mm-hmm. that's out there doing this um and i don't know the, the more i look into capitalism the more i'm like I've just been in, like, a dark place. <laughs> I have to say. I, right after I watched Social Dilemma, I watched another um, a documentary on Netflix called Capital. Mm-hmm. And it talks about how capitalism became... How, how the, like, the coming of life of capitalism, yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah. Like, where it was at up until now. And, yeah. and so much of it, it's just... What I really got out of it, it's like um, a system built by white men and it will always benefit the white and the rich. Mm, that's so true. Yeah. And capitalism is really the root of evil of so many things when we look at race, when we look at mm-hmm. poverty. Um, and yeah, and in order to understand the brutality of American capitalism, like you have to start from so far back. You have to start from like the plantation. Mm. And, and one thing that really, I, I think we all know this, but... Um, but just to put it simply is that when, when people subscribe to capitalism, (laughs) it's, it's not really a choice. Yeah. It's, it's just, you're just in it. Yeah. And how it became what it is now today is like, for example, uh, back in the day, say you're a slave owner. Yeah. And you, because you're white, 
So you have a privilege for sure mm-hmm. back in the days.、Mm-hmm. So you can now go take out a loan and you go to New Orleans、uh, slave market and you buy slaves. Yeah. And then from buying slaves, you get a land from the loan, and then you start growing cottons. And now you can take the profit from what from that to buy more slaves and more lands and generate more wealth. Yeah. And not only that, because. Um, because you are participating in the circuit of、uh, accumulating wealth through slaves,、mm-hmm. so、uh, you also like you you accumulate wealth from that. But also, because you're a slave owner, the slaves you own are considered capital, so、right. they can be used as collateral. So when shit goes down, you don't have to pay anything. You can sell your slaves,、mm-hmm. and they they are now basically property or capital、uh, capital and. And this is like a cycle, but you, you know, like white man never loses in this cycle. Yeah, yeah. And, and then it grew, and then the money that you make, yeah, it, you pass it down to your next generation, your next generation pass it down to the next generation, and they just accumulate wealth in this cycle of、uh, of the rich always. Being the rich and the poor is、mm. always being the poor. So capitalism really is segregating us. And making us so divided into rich and poor, and there's no middle ground, and、yeah. that's why we're so we're so divided as a society now. True, which is what what it is now. Like the white man is the corporate, and、yeah. we are pretty much modern day slaves. Slaves, we are slaves. Yeah, and I think they train you into that mindset that like your work, your labor is meaningful. Yes, like they will tell, like,、Ooh. and then we are also conditioned to that mindset where I'm like, literally, if one day if I'm going to work today and I'm taking my lunch, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then I'll be like, oh, well, I I could have been doing something else. I could have been doing work,、mm-hmm. but they train you to thinking if you today don't fucking bend backward and walk <laughs> right here for us for corporate <laughs> and kill yourself. Then you're being lazy. Yes, and that's what they're so good at doing. Is、yeah. that the people up there that built the system are so good? They know that in order for them to generate wealth or to to make income or to、yeah. make profit, they have to shape the way we think. But、yeah. little by little, like they can't just you know then that because if they do it so. Quickly, it, it will almost turn into like you know fascism or yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like a, a control thing.、Um, but w- when you really think about it, we as like what like working class,、mm-hmm. we never had a say in anything. And then、mm-hmm. when we do,、um, there's a civil war. Yeah, yeah. We, when we want to you know revolutionize things,、mm-hmm. the system, we want to break down system, which is what's happening in 2020 right now, and it's、yeah. scary because I I feel a civil war coming. <laughs> I see it. I see it, and I'm like, I don't know what to do. Like,、um, maybe I'll move to the mountains. But when when we as working class realize, oh my God, we've been we've been just slaving for these people, and we've always been. Yeah. But sometimes we just get lost in yeah in this in in the midst of this because they give you a little goodie in between, and you're like,、yeah. oh okay, I guess I'll settle. Like a compliment, a sense of achievement, validation, yes, money, yes, and they tell you.、Um, You know they tell they tell you well you know what fine we'll give you benefits we'll、mm-hmm. give you health benefits、mm-hmm. we'll give you um, um, you know pay vacations、mm-hmm. whatever all these things and you think you know what yeah、mm-hmm. I can settle for that、mm-hmm. I'll keep slaving until、yeah. the next big revolution comes along yeah <laughs> yeah it's like the pursuit of more is is part of everyone like it's a human nature but、mm-hmm. they see that and they're exploiting that. 
Yes. And we should just normalize, like, if you're getting paid minimum wage, do minimal work. <laughs> <laughs> like, why? Like, you literally, you're nothing in the whole scale of things. Like, why are you literally killing yourself? Yeah. That's why I asked. That's the question I asked myself. Like, why are you killing yourself? You are nothing but a number. Because <laughs> the system makes you think. Yeah. Um, especially capitalism. Yeah. Makes you think that you are not poor. You're just a billionaire on the rise. You just gotta work harder. Yeah. You gotta get a degree. You gotta, you know, be in debt so you can get an education so you can succeed. Yeah. You can have that social mobility yeah. that only, you know, back in the days only the royalties have or the rich have. You can have that. And that's why the whole like uh, entrepreneur um, stories yeah. really like, really resonate with people because people look up to that it's an aspiration you're like if i work harder if i work smarter if i have an education i can have that i can join the white man club up there and yeah. be the ones that control the rest of the system yeah but it's the system that's controlling all of us the system is playing us yeah so when when you say who's who's it to blame with, with so, social dilemma mm -hmm. no one because mm -hmm. instead of blaming an individual corporation you're you have to question the entire system that we're in and not, not until you can dismantle the system we there's no way mm -hmm. out yeah yeah i think so and i was reading this article um it's called the proposals for the feminine economy mm. and then basically the author is like a book but she in the article she's talking about how like capitalism is an economy like a system that values masculine traits yeah so like individualism hierarchy like non-accountability and linear growth so like when you're rich mm. you always be that rich yeah but yeah they said to basically to rethink the whole system you basically have to change it into a feminine economy which proposes a new set of values so it's oh. like they redistribute money and wealth and power are we talking communism <laughs> Redistribution. So it's like, get it, losers. Get we're, it. Oh my god, communism! <laughs> I will drive, buckle up. But basically, using feminine principles, so like oh. care, empathy, interdependence, like honesty, and cyclical growth. So then, like mm -hmm. everyone, I guess it's more like working um, interdependently. So not one. It's not like one big corporate or the white man yes. that is like taking like. Um, taking control and like you know and yeah. just if I means I will use whatever I can to to get where I need to be yeah but it's more of like working together yeah it's really interesting um I can show the yeah article. definitely and yeah. I, I, what you just said really resonated with me because I've been thinking mm -hmm. about like short-term self-interest versus mm -hmm. long-term collective interest and yeah. that's basically what social dilemma is about mm -hmm. it's that if you you as an individual mm -hmm. you are swiping you think this is such a small like act mm -hmm. and but you don't see that this is actually a much bigger issue collectively if we collectively yeah. put down our phone then these things probably wouldn't be as serious mm -hmm. as it is now and i think that's mm -hmm. one of the biggest thing that the documentary is telling us is that yeah. your short-term 
uh, self-interest or let's say selfishness mm-hmm. is creating a big bigger issue and nobody is willing to do anything it's like pollution or global warming mm-hmm. it's like we all know it's happening but then it's like a lot of people just think well i'm only so one small piece of the puzzle it's not going to make a difference mm-hmm. How, if i yeah. use a plastic straw or yeah. not yeah but collectively if we all abandon plastic as a whole then there wouldn't be that need for plastic and then we could mm-hmm. probably you know stop uh, global warming or yeah yeah that but is true people are just inherently selfish yeah and but- one and one really really interesting thing i uh i i looked up was um what's it called have you ever heard of the the selfish gene theory no so they're saying that everyone um, you know how like human or animals they have this like survival instinct yeah but the instinct is actually coming from your gene because your genes wants to re- reproduce yeah. your gene find like wants to um, survive yeah. and pass down the genes to the next generation so yeah. people are more inclined to help their family to help people mm-hmm. that are closer that, that shares the same genes with them so it's saying that what, humans are inherently selfish because of our genes it might not be because of your personality it's just that your genes wants to survive so you will be willing to you know like give up someone else's life so you can survive really (laughs) (laughs) or is that what we tell ourselves so we can feel better about being cunts (laughs) yeah probably also but then morals come to play in this right oh that is true because some people are not they're just very selfless yeah, yeah, some people are very selfless because of morals, maybe. <sighs> and maybe they have more compassion, but they're saying yeah. that basically humans have genes that are just selfish and they're selfish, selfish because they need to survive. Mm, that makes sense, actually. Yeah, so for us to put down our phone is a selfless act and it's not in our nature. <laughs> and I do not have any morals left. <laughs> yeah, it's just so hard. Today, if I want to live a phone free live like what oh. I gotta do do I carry a compass do I like you know like I literally Not- don't know how to how to navigate this life because mm. it's I'm just so conditioned into having a smartphone that does everything that's true yeah yeah and and also I mean I was without social media for uh, uh well I wouldn't say a long time just for like a like almost a year or something mm. less than a year and I was fine without social media, but the only thing that really bothered me was the maps, like Google Maps. Mm. Yeah, like if I don't have my phone, Google Ma- like I don't have no sense of direction. Yeah. I have zero sense of direction. I would drive yeah. into a wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally. Like, how do I even live? Yeah, because it's so ingrained in our life. Yeah. There's no escaping this algorithm. There's not, no, not really. Yeah. You know, the other day I, because uh, I have Google Homes at, at my place. Yeah. And the other day I was like, I'm a paranoid bitch now, guys. <laughs> so I was like, hey, Google, are you listening to me? <laughs> and then Google was like, I'm always listening, but none, I'm doing the Google voice. I'm always listening, but none of the information or data will be shared with Google. And I'm like, lies. bitch, lies. You <laughs> lies. Lies. The audacity. The audacity, this piece of shit machine. <laughs> you know what, though? I started getting um, ads on my TV, on my Apple TV. It's um, 
basically promoting Safari said, oh, Safari promotes more privacy. Oh. Yeah. What, like, recently, like, the few really? days ago. Yeah. And then it started giving me, uh, giving me this, like, um, ad on YouTube. And it was like, do you want your search history to, like, would you broadcast your search history? Mm-hmm. And basically just to promote Safari. But I'm like, no. Now you want to be part of the surveillance capitalist? Yeah, they want the piece of the you pie. You want to be like Google? Yeah, because Google has so much data. Yeah. It's it's all it's all like the algorithm got me. <laughs> they got all of us. Yeah, now they're getting me. They're still trying to get me. I thought I already got cut. We thought I got cut. We're like two paranoid bitches in this room. I know. Yeah. Like we you- we left our phone outside of recording for the first time. Yes. Yeah. But really, um, it's just out of distraction. Like I'm dying to check what's in there. <laughs> You really Dying. are patient zero. Yeah, I yeah. Because many times I'm like, so the only reason I got, well, biggest reason I got social media back is because of this podcast. Um, when I was off social media, I was like, the only, I will only go back on, mm-hmm. and actively if there's a purpose or meaning for it. And the purpose is I'm trying to get in the algorithm. Yeah. So I get more followers, guys. <laughs> we Follow want to us. share our voices. Also memes, because I'm mentally ill. Many <laughs> memes in my life. Yeah. That little sparks of joy, that's how they get me. But you know what that is? It's like drugs. Yeah. It's drugs. Dopamine. It's just dopamine hit. Mm-hmm. And the one part they were talking about how um, infinite scrolling is like mm. the slot machine in yeah, Vegas. Yeah, that's so interesting. Every that time you pull pull the slot machine, mm-hmm. you know a different outcome is going to come. And yeah. you get that rush of adrenaline. Yeah. And that, that comes to you when you when the when, like the slot machine like yeah. lines up the three. Yeah. Yeah, it's every time is a different outcome. Yeah, because so I'm like, what am I going to get this time? <laughs> yeah, so when you're scrolling, the, the algorithm is constantly saying, mm-hmm. well, she liked a photo of uh, Big Scrunchie. So <laughs> I'm going to, you know, in, in like yeah. two poses, uh, I'm gonna spon- put in a sponsor ad of like uh, uh, another big strategy company yeah. or like another company that does handmade um, hair pieces. Yeah. Yeah. And they make money that way. It's yeah. like, I don't know, 35 cents an ad or whatever. <laughs> yeah, but I was, um, you know how they mentioned that, that woman that wrote the book Surveillance, Age of Surveillance Capitalism? Yes. So I saw that she did a think piece on New York Times and basically just talking about surveillance capitalism because that's like what capitalism is like modern days mm. and she was talking about like when in the facebook um when they can work out like when young people feel like like stressed or anxious or whatever and then they will <sighs> catch that exact moment to give you a targeted ad so it's like guaranteed that they're gonna get whatever result that they're hoping to get Oh my gosh. Yeah. You know what? I, I feel that because mm-hmm. when, whenever I feel like slightly, de- you know, seasonal depression or COVID depression or Actual which depression. <laughs> Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. Um, that r- literally was probably last week or like two weeks mm-hmm. ago. Like just me. Well, part of the reason is also watching Social Dilemma that I, I fall into this state. It's like, what do any of this mean? Right. Mm-hmm. So I was in like a bit of a depressive state and um, and the the speed on my Instagram are all showing me all these like online virtual counseling, mm. and I'm yeah. like, yes, I do need it, but I don't want to click bait into it. Yeah, I got that too. It's yeah. so scary. Yeah, and then you you starting to 
I think it's really insane because maybe sometimes you're not. Maybe it's not really a depressive like mm-hmm. uh, state. Maybe you're just slightly like sad about something. But mm-hmm. then when you see all these like counseling ad, it makes you question yourself. Like, oh, should I really go see mm-hmm. counselor? I'm, mm-hmm. I'm saying if you do have issues, yes, mm-hmm. please go seek help mm-hmm. and definitely, definitely reach out. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are times where I feel like maybe I'm just like upset about one little thing and it's not it's not really mm. bothering me as much but then the algorithm made me feel like it's a much bigger mm. issue than it is and then I start questioning it all about like you know my childhood trauma yeah. yeah I think it's like um subtly swaying like controlling your decision making process mm-hmm. so you think it's you but it's not yes, yes like um you know how all the apps now or all the mm-hmm. social media now gives you the option to personalize things. And yeah. you think, oh, it's me making these decisions because I'm personalizing my yeah. platform. So therefore, this platform is completely owned by me. But little do you know that platform was never your platform. The platform just lets you put in little cute, you know, stuff mm-hmm. in there like yeah. like emojis and stuff and make yeah. you feel like this is yours but it's never yours to begin with yeah like when you think what you're being presented right now is a tool but it's actually we are the tools that are being used to for those companies to get data or to market yeah because everything comes down to profit that's why it's mm-hmm. scary and the part where they were like the rise in teenage uh, teen mm-hmm. depression Mm-hmm. And the rise in like teens using social media is equivalent to the rise of teen suicide rate. Mm-hmm. And it's so scary to me because these kids are like 11, 12 years old. Yeah. And for them to question their um, their body, their mind, their mental state, their, mm-hmm. uh, the, everything about themselves when they haven't even really experienced what mm-hmm. it is to be them, like what yeah. their identity is. And yeah. It's just being swayed by all these social media. Like, you know, a young 12-year-old could could have, could follow, I don't know, Kim Kardashian and think that is my ideal waist size, that's my ideal, um, you know, breasts or yeah. butt size. Yeah. Because that's what everyone has. And so I have to have that. Yeah, and if you, if you don't, you're just depressed because you don't have it. Yeah, you just think I'm different from other people and, and I'm not, I'm not beautiful, mm-hmm. I'm not enough. And you're only 12. You're enough, baby. <laughs> you're a star, baby. Yeah, Let us tell you that. It's, yeah. Yeah, because we, pers- both of us personally, have been victimized by yeah. beauty standards of Asian aunts. Yeah, I mean, not even, like, <laughs> don't even, like, not even talking about, like, 12-year-olds. Like, me, a 24-year-old, <laughs> to this day, I still feel, I still go on social media and feel, like, the mm-hmm. sense like my sense of self-worth will just like slowly diminish, slowly diminish by the second like and i already know who i am or who i want to become so yes how intense is like is that for a 12 year old kid who yes you know doesn't even know who she who she or he is right and people online are ruthless oh my god somehow they think that they get away with everything like, yeah because I, sometimes I read the comments of yeah. things and I'm like, you people are like, get a two bedroom apartment in hell. Because yeah. you people are like, just share apartment. You guys are cunts. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm like, do you even realize the weight of 
the like the scary thing is that they don't even think it's anything anymore. It's they just, just words. Think, oh, I'm just like com. It's just one comment on social media. Yeah. Like no, it's still what you said, and you you can't take it back. Like once you post it on the internet, it's there forever. Is yeah, it's there forever. Yeah. So that's why both of us cannot be politicians. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also at the same time like thinking all the news. So I'm like, what's there forever? Oh. <laughs> yeah, because the, the moment that we uh we decided to start this podcast, I'm mm-hmm. like. I'm ready for my family to maybe disown me and then never run for presidency. Never. Yeah. Not no. I I never want to be president. No. It's just so much work. Like I see how much Obama like. It's like pressure. It's pressure. pressure. He aged like, like ten years. <laughs> He's like done. Yeah, he aged ten years in like one term. Yeah, and like um, an ass could easily. Like screw this whole thing up, like his years of work. So yeah, and it's scary. I mean, nobody. I'm not running for presidency. It's no. insane. <laughs> it's insane. And then for, you know, the election in the states is coming up so soon. Uh, I know we're Canadians, and but it's not to say that we, mm-hmm. you know, we can't vote. But then it's not to say that we can't, um, you know, discuss it or have an opinion about it, right? Yeah. And all I have are is opinions. Yeah, that's what this entire podcast is. <laughs> just no pure, pure just opinions. <laughs> and it made me feel even more scared or fear mm-hmm. that what are they doing behind the back right now at this moment to yeah. try and win an election? Because this is not... I think what, as a society, we have lost the sheer value of civic good. Mm. We have lost the sheer value of everyone looking in the same direction to chase this one goal or to to have a better you know to better our human condition yeah yeah and one thing that communism does is that the collective (laughs) good right yeah the collective civil good it's like the opposite of america because it's all about freedom no so american capitalism is basically individualism yeah they don't give a democracy no nothing they just want to see if they can go and get a fucking haircut. They don't yeah. care if COVID is killing everyone else. Yeah. They want a fucking haircut now. Yeah, because, okay, so uh, my fridge broke down at my mom's place. And then yeah. so I had to call uh, uh, a fridge guy. Yeah. A technician. A fridge guy. <laughs> a fridge guy from it's the like, fridge company. My, guy. my fridge guy. <laughs> so this guy showed up. And even before when I made the appointment, I specifically wrote in the in the notes area, please wear a mask mm-hmm. and remove your shoes because, you know, I'm Asian. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> and like, remove your shoes. And um, this guy shows up. He removed his shoes, but he didn't have a mask. So when I opened the door and I was like, can I get you a mask, sir? And he's like, I can't breathe in those things. And in my mind, I'm like, well, would you breathe better in a ventilator? <laughs> is it like, yeah. Cause that, that is, that in itself is short term self interest. Yes. And you're not thinking about the collective long term interest. Yeah. The society needs to all do together. Yeah. To overcome this pandemic. And some people are just like, I can't breathe in these things. Do you really, tell me if you really have a condition that makes you not be able to breathe in a mask. Otherwise, it's just an excuse. It's just an excuse though, but I I also can't breathe and I'm still wearing a mask. Yeah. Because because for other people it's good. Yeah. Because I know that if I get it, like if any of us younger generation gets it, we'll likely survive, but... Yes. When you pass it on to older people, they likely will not. Mm-hmm. And to think about that, like that could be your parents. 
Yeah, or your like, or, or your, your grandparents. grandparents. Yeah. Yeah. And that that thought is scary. Yeah. We're on like a different. Yeah, and we're like how bashing on anti-maskers. <laughs> I'm so sorry, you guys. Feel very strongly about this issue. Yeah, and I think um, what also really scares me is when I got to the near the end of the the documentary, they were talking about what the world might come to mm-hmm. which is we're looking at civil war we're looking at the dismantle of democracy we're mm-hmm. looking at uh the dismantle of capitalism mm-hmm. and more and more um uh xenophobic tension which is racism which is is happening right now in 2020 yeah. and if you really think about it all this thing is happening around us and all of us collectively was kind of like well, a lot of us collectively are like, well, what can you do? This is the mm-hmm. system. What what can you do, right? Like yeah. we live in the system. We subscribe to this. Like I'm one mm-hmm. person. How do I change this? So mm-hmm. that comes to you know the question like, how can we do better? Knowing yeah. that we we have all this information, how can we use this information to become better citizens or better people? Hmm. Well, I mean, for me, I think I realize that like me existing in this, <laughs> me just me existing in this capitalism society is a paradox. <laughs> so I guess I'm a void. Yeah. So just exi- like existence is a paradox. So I think a lot of the times when I am when I think about that, like literally, I can right now I can make a top. And throughout the process of that top being made, I have created a shit ton of waste. I have wasted energy and I will probably kill someone while in the process of making or buying a top. Mm-hmm. So if you think about it in that sense, it's very scary. And I think it's almost like you can experience a lot of moral burnout because mm-hmm. you're either trying to do everything that you can or you are just doing things that take up space, but those doesn't really mean anything to you. Mm. So I think right now, I I want to focus on my efforts into being ethical in the way I can and the way I care for. Mm. So start even starting from a small thing, like maybe um, you seeing something on Amazon you want to buy. Yeah. But I'm going to make the efforts to do the research and see, okay, where else possibly can I buy this? Mm-hmm. That is like, less bad than Amazon. Yeah. Or like, where else can I... I want to buy a top, but where else... Is there anything local that I can get? Like, can I shop more consciously? Can I thrift something? Can I... Like, those things Mm -hmm. are like... um, Just shifting efforts into the things I can actually do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And and I think uh, one thing that also really scares me is here let me define dystopia and utopia to, for you and then you tell me what where we're at mm-hmm. so dystopia the definition of dystopia is an imagined state of, or society in which there is great suffering or injustice mm-hmm. and utopia is an imagined place or state of things in which everything is perfect where are we as a society we're dystopia but we think we're in a utopia yes and that's what is scary to me mm-hmm. and um i mean i will get into like what we can do to you know what my stance on like what we can do or collectively or or as a individual mm-hmm. um but for me when i think about that we are really in a dystopia and as a society we 
What is scary is not ignorance; is、mm-hmm. a choice of being ignorant.、Mm-hmm. So you are choosing to. You you see all this information. You seen so social dilemma.、Mm-hmm. You know everything is going on. You know the you know suicide rate is high,、mm-hmm. but you still choose to pick that phone up, or you still choose to keep scrolling or letting the algorithm get you.、Mm-hmm. That is what is scary,、mm-hmm. because people are realizing not not realizing that your short term self interest is is harmful to other people,、mm-hmm. and you you know like people often. Use that matrix question. Like, would you take the yellow?、Uh, would you take the red pill or the blue pill? Like, do you、mm-hmm. want to see the reality, or do you want to see the?、Mm-hmm. Uh, do you or do you want to stay in what is this like made reality? The good place. Yeah, the good place.、Mm-hmm. But we often people don't realize that we haven't. We didn't make the choice of picking red or blue pill. We are all. That traitor cipher.、Mm-hmm. We are all choosing subconsciously to be、mm-hmm. cipher. We're the ones that know the steak is not real, but we still eat it and we still enjoy it. And that's what really got me. Is like, are we all human inherently? We're all hypocrites. Yeah. <laughs> and we all know everything is happening, but we decided to just not do anything about it. And it's been so long. It's been like that for so so long, and、mm-hmm. that's why you know the BLM movement is is at its peak right now.、Mm-hmm. I would say you know in 2020 because people realize that and they realize no, I I can't stay silent. I have、mm-hmm. to speak out.、Mm-hmm. I have to use、yeah. my platform to say something.、Um, and I think honestly, I don't know if there is a solve for any of this.、Mm-hmm. Um, But I do think that you know I'm not gonna sit here and tell people to delete social media because you should still follow us,、yeah. <laughs> right? It's so、mm-hmm. it's so hard. It's so in a way ironic to、mm-hmm. do this on social media and have a social media platform, but talk about you know the harm of of、uh, this whole social、mm-hmm. media dilemma. But I think we we should have we should always. And begin to start questioning everything that is happening to us,、mm-hmm. and everything the system、uh, is doing and、mm-hmm. harming us. And you know, maybe turn off notification, have real conversations, have very face-to-face interactions with people.、Mm-hmm. Um, especially, I I know it's especially hard with COVID now, but you know, as much as you can. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and fact checked. Always, always、oh、fact check everything because we have really lost that sheer factual basis as a society. Everything,、mm. all the truth you you have is just what is presented to you. Also, isn't reality just a collective illusion, though? Yes. Because so, everything is a collective illusion. Yeah. So that's what reality is. Yeah, and the the concept of money, money does not exist. It's just a concept, and、yeah. we made it. We put it. We printed on paper and made it, given it value. So now、yeah. it's a thing. Yeah. But when you look at so many things in life, nothing has value.、Mm-hmm. Gold doesn't have value. It only has value because we gave it. Human gives it value. Hmm. So nothing is real. Yeah. So the entire like they're saying how like the entire um society now is like because it's so full of sur- surveillance capitalists. It's like. It all comes down to three questions: Who knows? Who decides? Who knows? Who decides? Who decides? Who knows? What? So this like, is like a yeah. So it's like <laughs> like Christopher Nolan movie. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, it's like it's it's really just that, and 
Mm. So reality is just whatever that you know we're presented. Yeah, but exactly. It's not true. It's a collective illusion. Yeah, because the more uh, reality is, re- truth is really what is being presented to you, and what is the the biggest like the norm basically. Yeah. If more people collectively decide this is the truth, then that is now the truth. Yeah. There is no real truth no. in anything. No. <laughs> but I mean, on a brighter note, like I think that's why, like, if we th- keep thinking about it that way, it's really easy to go down a rabbit hole, and just spiral, mm. and say, you know what? What does anything that I do has any meaning? I'm just gonna fuck this all. I'm just gonna subscribe to capitalism and buy the over, like, buy the overpriced things I need. But yeah, or I, or yeah, or move to the mountains and yeah. not have a phone and subscribe to. Nothing, Nothing. <laughs> but I think Buddhism. You yeah. can subscribe to Buddhism. <laughs> That's basically, yeah. yeah. Buddhism. The core value of Buddhism. One of them is that your uh, your existence is just pain and suffering, <laughs> and that everything is everything is uh, nothing is constant. The mm-hmm. only thing that's constant is change. Yeah. So never keep never chase because Anything. it's always changing. Yeah, so I might true. go that route actually. <laughs> I might just become a monk. I might just um, yeah. But I think mm. to be like, if I'm being like realistic mm. from my day to day life, like just shift efforts into being ethical in the way you can and the way you care for. Yes. So really think about mm-hmm. what what you can truly um, stand for right now and what is something that you can do with the resources you have. Mm-hmm. That is like what every one of us needs to do, because collectively mm-hmm. that can make a difference. Yeah, like we're I not hope gonna so. fix it, but we're gonna yeah. make it not make it out of hand either. Yeah, yeah, and I think uh, one thing super simple is don't click on clickbaits. <laughs> That's you know one thing everyone yeah. can collectively do. Don't yeah. click on clickbaits because they get you. It's in the algorithm. Yeah, and oh my god, you know what it came to me. I used to date a guy when I was 18, and he creates clickbaits for porn sites. <gasps> oh my god. <laughs> he is patient zero. He is the attention manipulator. He is the attention engineer yeah. of Pornhub.com. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it just came to me. Holy shit. That's and a it just, I didn't know. Job. I didn't know that was what he was doing. I'm just like, oh, he's creating these little graphics that are very mm, sexual. Mm. Yeah. But then now I'm thinking literally just came to me i'm like oh my god he was creating clickbaits you literally every single man red flags and you still don't see sis um oh also one thing that i think is really important um we have been talking about uh Mm. you know what we can do as individual but i think one thing that corporations should do and as a collective of corporation is Mm. to um to collectively implement a function where you you know get rid of infinite scrolling i think that's really mm. what's getting you it's an attention grabbing thing yeah. and you know when you when you think about uh, children's pro- program mm-hmm. um before on tv before social media they have like these breaks in between shows or every couple you know half an mm-hmm. hour or whatever to have the children decide do i want to stay here and continue watching this cartoon or do i want to go out and play mm-hmm. with my friends um because it, it gives them it, it was implemented it was yeah. regulated that they need to have these breaks in between mm. for children to decide what they want to do do they want to stick to the tv or do they want to go out yeah and we don't have that anymore in social media with the infinite scrolling because mm. you're always it's like that slot machine thing you're always wanting more and more and more and there isn't a thing where it tells you do you want to continue i guess netflix has the 
oh, thing. Oh, yeah. Like, to continue mm, That's true, because yeah. Instagram is just, like, infinite scrolling. Yeah, and you, I think for corporations, if only one corporation does this, it's not enough. Mm-hmm. Because then they are kind of the losing person, like, the losing corporation in this uh, yeah. data and algorithm-driven Mm-hmm. Uh, system so I think it should be regulated that all all corporations have this function where it tells mm-hmm. you do you want to stop or do you want to continue mm-hmm. to give you the choice otherwise you're just infinite scrolling for three hours yeah that's true it's scary there is really no end to it <laughs> <laughs> how to make it stop <laughs> we're all void in this world and reality yeah. is fake yeah so you should just go watch The Good Place, and then you will see we're yeah. in The Good Place. Yeah. But it's yeah. actually hell. It's like, basically, uh, we we think we're in utopia, but yeah. it's actually a dystopia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Watch yeah. it. Super interesting. On a lighter note... <laughs> uh, um, on a lighter note, aside from revolutionizing, uh, <laughs> you know, our system and the civil war coming our way... And the you know dismantle of uh, humanity. Uh, humanity as a whole, yeah. <laughs> capitalism and democracy. You know what is giving you life? <laughs> oh wow! Um, actually, I have I have a good um, podcast recommendation for all of you. But yes, um, it's called Stuff They Don't Want You to Know. Oh yeah, I heard of that. Yeah, so. I listened to the first, like, I listened to one of the episodes for the first time this morning, and it was, like, really, really informative. It's about plastic and the conspiracy mm. of, like, yeah, it's it's really, it's, I re- recommend everyone listening yeah. to it. It's, like, basically talking about, like, you know, how they manipulate you, thinking that you can recycle plastic, so now it's all fake. Is, well, yeah. But it's all fake. You can't recycle plastic. Mm-hmm. You cannot. It's mm. It goes, like, it, you can recycle it till the... Um, like maybe three or five times, and then the plaza will start to wear out, and yeah, just landfill city. Yeah, yeah, and, and then and then if you think about the whole ecosystem, you mm-hmm. now all this plastic is in like they're microplastic, and they're mm-hmm. in the ocean, and you're, the fish are eating it mm-hmm. or whatever is eating it, and then you now eat the fish, so you're eating the plastic yeah. yourself. So they said you breathe. This is the food chain now. Yeah, you breathe <laughs> and eat in about like I don't know. They gave a number, but microplastic every day. Oh my so god. So we're just we're plastics with that. <laughs> Uh, also the second thing mm-hmm. I want to shout to my coho <laughs> my coho Angela <laughs> yeah but um, I feel like you've been really motivating me on these oh. things like wait I thought am I being optimistic I'm like I'm talking about civil war <laughs> no but like the way I feel like you like you know the critical thinking and everything and I think we always have like really good conversations yes. and sometimes mm. I feel like I'm distracted by my day-to-day slavery <laughs> and we all are yeah but i think um like you constantly like doing these things just like motivate me so Aww. i, I want to keep doing so shouts thank shouts you to the hoe <laughs> shouts the, shouts to a, the hoe in front of me the coho yeah <laughs> thank you so what is giving you life well <laughs> not much <laughs> Not After that. all that, well, really, recently, I think because of the, you know, and in, in light of all these things that's, mm-hmm. I would say, more negative, you know, <laughs> in society, uh, I really 
leaned more towards my practice and my meditation. So mm -hmm. um, I recently introduced crystals and sound bowls to my practice, and it's been really, really helpful. And I know people who don't, you know, who who don't believe it won't believe it. So mm -hmm. you could just skip this whole part. It, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't you dare. <laughs> yeah. But I think that has really kind of helped me, even if like you don't believe in the the vibrations or the energies mm -hmm. that's coming from from all these things. You but you do believe in yourself, right? I hope so. You know, all my <laughs> listeners out there. So yeah, so I just been in my practice a lot and really questioning if I should become a monk. <laughs> Amish? Amish? Not no. Not no. <laughs> And lastly, to wrap this up, remember to follow us on Instagram at sugarhoneybbt and keep up with the mommies at BBT Mommy and Sensitive Bao. You don't have to scroll. It's fine. Just follow. And when you listen, don't forget to um, share and tag us because we still want to love to get on the algorithm. Yeah, we love to get on the algorithm. We love to see you love our podcast on social media. Yeah. We are hella... <laughs> ironic at this point but how do we not like how do we get out there without yeah. people i mean this is a way to, to, to spread consciousness of critical thinking critical right, consciousness right. right so that's yeah that's basically our excuse is mm -hmm. that you are subscribing to us but we're telling you it's bad <laughs> <laughs> you it's bad but you still gotta do it